Welcome to today's Triple Z. The Triple Z Podcast is a daily program that you can use to help you fall asleep each night. Just turn down the volume, lay back, relax, and enjoy as you fall asleep. We saw that our podcast was topping the charts in Sweden. So we are going to read their Wikipedia entry. Let's learn about this interesting country in the dullest way possible. If you enjoy our program, please be sure to write us a review on your podcast platform and share us with a friend. You both might sleep just a little better at night. Our website is triple Z, that's three Z's dot media. You can also like and share our content on Facebook or our Instagram account ZZZ Media Podcast. Music for today's episode was provided by the Sleep Channel on Spotify. Sweden, formerly the Kingdom of Sweden, is a Nordic country located on the Scandinavian Peninsula in Northern Europe. It borders Norway to the west and north, Finland to the east, and is connected to Denmark in the southwest by a bridge, tunnel across the Orsund. At 447,425 square kilometers, 172,752 square miles, Sweden is the largest Nordic country and the fifth largest country in Europe. The capital and largest city is Stockholm. Sweden has a population of 10.5 million and a low population density of 25.5 inhabitants per square kilometer, 66 with around 87% of Swedes residing in urban areas, which cover 1.5% of the entire land area in the central and southern half of the country. Nature in Sweden is dominated by forests and many lakes, including some of the largest in Europe. Many long rivers run from the Scans range, primarily emptying into the northern tributaries of the Baltic Sea. It has an extensive coastline and most of the population lives near a major body of water. With the country ranging from 55 degrees north to 69 degrees north, the climate of Sweden is diverse due to the length of the country. Germanic peoples have inhabited Sweden since prehistoric times, emerging into history as the Geats, Swedish, Goder, and Swedes, Svir, and constituting the sea peoples known as the Norsemen. An independent Swedish state emerged during the early 12th century. After the Black Death in the middle of the 14th century killed about a third of the Scandinavian population, the dominance of the Hanseatic League in Northern Europe threatened Scandinavia economically and politically. This led to the formation of the Scandinavian Kalmar Union in 1397, which Sweden left in 1523. When Sweden became involved in the Thirty Years' War on the Protestant side, an expansion of its territories began, forming the Swedish Empire, which remained one of the great powers of Europe until the early 18th century. Sweden is a highly developed country ranked 7th in the Human Development Index 
It is a constitutional monarchy and a parliamentary democracy with legislative power vested in the 349-member unicameral Riksdag. It is a unitary state divided into 21 counties and 290 municipalities. Sweden maintains a Nordic social welfare system that provides universal health care and tertiary education for its citizens. It has the world's 14th highest GDP per capita and ranks very highly in quality of life, health, education, protection of civil liberties, economic competitiveness, income equality, gender equality and prosperity. Sweden joined the European Union on January 1, 1995, but rejected Eurozone membership following a referendum. It is also a member of the United Nations, the Nordic Council, the Schengen Area, the Council of Europe, the World Trade Organization and the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development OECD. The name for Sweden is generally agreed to derive from the Proto-Indo-European root S, W, E, meaning one's own, referring to one's own tribe from the tribal period. The native Swedish name, Sveriga, a compound of the words Svea and Reich, first recorded in the cognate Swiris in Beowulf, translates as Realm of the Swedes, which excluded the Geats in Gotland. The contemporary English variation was derived in the 17th century from Middle Dutch and Middle Low German. As early as 1287, references are found in Middle Dutch referring to a land van Sweden, land of Swedes, with Swede as the singular form. In Old English, the country was known as Swealand or Swiris, and in early modern English as Swedeland. Some Finnic languages, such as Finnish and Estonian, use the terms Ruotsi and Ritsi. These variations refer to the Rus people who inhabited the coastal areas of Roslagen in Upland and who gave their name to Russia. Sweden's prehistory begins in the Alarad Oscillation, a warm period around 12,000 BC, with late Paleolithic reindeer hunting camps of the Brome culture at the edge of the ice in what is now the country's southernmost province, Scania. This period was characterized by small clans of hunter-gatherers who relied on flint technology. Sweden and its people were first described by Publius Cornelius Tacitus in his Germania, 98 AD. In Germania 44 and 45, he mentions the Swedes, Swewans, as a powerful tribe with ships that had a prow at each end, longships. Which kings, Cuninges, ruled these Swewans is unknown, but Norse mythology presents a long line of legendary and semi-legendary kings going back to the last centuries BC. The runic script was in use among the South Scandinavian elite by at least the 2nd century AD, but all that has survived from the Roman period is curt inscriptions demonstrating that the people of South Scandinavia spoke Proto-Norse at the time, a language ancestral to Swedish and other North Germanic languages. In the 6th century, Jordan's names two tribes living in Skansa, both of which are now considered to be synonymous with the Swedes, the Suedidae and Suhans. 
the Suhans were known to the Roman world as suppliers of black fox skins and, according to Jordans, had very fine horses similar to those of the Thyringi of Germania, Alia Vero Gensibii Marator Suhans, Quivila Thyringi Equus Utenteric Simius. The Swedish Viking Age lasted roughly from the 8th century to the 11th century. It is believed that Swedish Vikings and Gyder mainly traveled east and south, going to Finland, Estonia, the Baltic countries, Russia, Belarus, Ukraine, the Black Sea and even as far as Baghdad. Their routes passed through the Dnieper south to Constantinople, on which they carried out numerous raids. The Byzantine Emperor Theophilos noticed their great skills in war and invited them to serve as his personal bodyguard, known as the Varangian Guard. The Swedish Vikings, called Rus, are believed to be the founders of Kievan Rus. The Arab traveler Ibn Fadlan described these Vikings, saying, I have seen the Rus as they came on their merchant journeys and encamped by the ITIL. I have never seen more perfect physical specimens tall as date palms, blonde and ruddy, they wear neither tunics nor caftans, but the men wear a garment which covers one side of the body and leaves a hand free. Each man has an axe, a sword, and a knife, and keeps each by him at all times. The swords are broad and grooved, a Frankish sword. The actions of these Swedish Vikings are commemorated on many runestones in Sweden, such as the Greece runestones and the Varangian runestones. There was also considerable participation in expeditions westwards, which are commemorated on stones such as the England runestones. The last major Swedish Viking expedition appears to have been the ill-fated expedition of Ingvar the far traveled to Circland, the region southeast of the Caspian Sea. Its members are commemorated on the Ingvar runestones, none of which mentions any survivor. The actual age of the Kingdom of Sweden is unknown. Establishing the age depends mostly on whether Sweden should be considered a nation when the Sphere, Sweonas, ruled Svealand or if the emergence of the nation started with the Sphere and the Goder, Geats, of Gotland being united under one ruler. In the first case, Svealand was first mentioned as having one single ruler in the year 98 by Tacitus, but it is almost impossible to know for how long it had been this way. However, historians usually start the line of Swedish monarchs from when Svealand and Gotland were ruled under the same king, namely Eric the Victorious, Geat, and his son Olaf Skokkinen in the 10th century. These events are often described as the consolidation of Sweden, although substantial areas were conquered and incorporated later. It is not known how long they existed. The epic poem Beowulf describes semi-legendary Swedish Gietish wars in the 6th century. Gotland in this sense mainly includes the provinces of Ostergotland, East Gothia, and Vastergotland, West Gothia. The island of Gotland was disputed by other than Swedes, at this time, Danish, Hanseatic, and Gotland domestic. 
Smaland was at that time of little interest to anyone due to the deep pine forests, and only the city of Kalmar with its castle was of importance. The southwest parts of the Scandinavian peninsula consisted of three Danish provinces, Scania, Bleking, and Halland. North of Halland, Denmark had a direct border to Norway and its province, Bohuslän. But there were Swedish settlements along the southern coastline of Norland. During the early stages of the Scandinavian Viking Age, Istad in the Danish province Scania and Pavikin on Gotland were flourishing centers of trade, but they were not parts of the early Swedish kingdom. Remains of what is believed to have been a large market dating from 600 to 700 CE have been found in Istad. In Pavikin, an important center of trade in the Baltic region during the 9th and 10th century, remains have been found of a large Viking Age harbor with shipbuilding yards and handicraft industries. Between 800 and 1000, trade brought an abundance of silver to Gotland. Saint Enskar is usually credited with introducing Christianity to Sweden in 829, but the new religion did not begin to fully replace paganism until the 12th century. The period between 1100 and 1400 was characterized by internal power struggles and competition among the Nordic kingdoms. In the years 1150 to 1293, according to the legend of Eric IX and the Eric Chronicles, Swedish kings made a first, second, and third crusade to pagan Finland and started conflicts with the Rus who no longer had any connection with Sweden. The Swedish colonization of the coastal areas of Finland also started during the 12th and 13th century. In the 14th century, the colonization began to be more organized, and by the end of the century, several of the coastal areas of Finland were inhabited mostly by Swedes. Except for the provinces of Scania, Bleking and Halland in the southwest of the Scandinavian peninsula, which were parts of the Kingdom of Denmark during this time, feudalism never developed in Sweden as it did in the rest of Europe. As a result, the peasantry remained largely a class of free farmers throughout most of Swedish history. Slavery, also called thraldom, was not common in Sweden, and what slavery there was tended to be driven out of existence by the spread of Christianity, by the difficulty of obtaining slaves from lands east of the Baltic Sea, and by the development of cities before the 16th century. Indeed, both slavery and serfdom were abolished altogether by a decree of King Magnus IV in 1335. Sweden remained a poor and economically backward country in which barter was the primary means of exchange. In the middle of the 14th century, Sweden was struck by the Black Death. The population of Sweden and most of Europe was decimated. The population, at same territory, did not reach the numbers of the year 1348 again until the beginning of the 19th century. One third of the population died during 1349 to 1351. During this period, 
the cities began to acquire greater rights and were strongly influenced by German merchants of the Hanseatic League, active especially at Visby. In 1319, Sweden and Norway were united under King Magnus Eriksson and in 1397 Queen Margaret I of Denmark affected the personal union of Sweden, Norway, and Denmark through the Kalmar Union. However, Margaret's successors, whose rule was also centered in Denmark, were unable to control the Swedish nobility. Many times the Swedish crown was inherited by child kings over the course of the kingdom's existence. Consequently, real power was held for long periods by regents, notably those of the Stier family, chosen by the Swedish parliament. King Christian II of Denmark, who asserted his claim to Sweden by force of arms, ordered a massacre of Swedish nobles in Stockholm in 1520. This came to be known as the Stockholm Bloodbath and stirred the Swedish nobility to new resistance and, on June 6, now Sweden's national holiday, in 1523, they made Gustav Vesa their king. This is sometimes considered as the foundation of modern Sweden. Shortly afterwards, the new king rejected Catholicism and led Sweden into the Protestant Reformation. The term Riksdag was used for the first time in the 1540s, although the first meeting where representatives of different social groups were called to discuss and determine affairs affecting the country as a whole took place as early as 1435 in the town of Arboga. During the Riksdag assemblies of 1527 and 1544, under King Gustav Vesa, representatives of all four estates of the realm, clergy, nobility, townsmen and peasants, were called on to participate for the first time. The monarchy became hereditary in 1544. The Hanseatic League sought civil and commercial privileges from the princes and royalty of the countries and cities along the coasts of the Baltic Sea. In exchange, they offered a certain amount of protection to the joining cities. The privileges obtained by the Hansa included assurances that only Hansa citizens would be allowed to trade from the ports where they were located. They sought agreement to be free of all customs and taxes. With these concessions, Lübeck merchants flocked to Stockholm where they soon came to dominate the city's economic life and made the port city of Stockholm into the leading commercial and industrial city of Sweden. Under the Hanseatic trade, two-thirds of Stockholm's imports consisted of textiles, while the remaining third was salt. The main exports from Sweden were iron and copper. However, the Swedes began to resent the monopoly trading position of the Hansa, mostly consisting of German citizens. Consequently, when Gustav Vesa or Gustav I broke the monopoly power of the Hanseatic League, he was regarded as a hero by the Swedish people. Furthermore, when Sweden did develop, freed itself from the Hanseatic League and entered its golden era, the fact that the peasantry had traditionally been free meant that more of the economic benefits flowed back to them rather than going to a feudal landowning class. 
the end of the 16th century was marked by a final phase of rivalry between the remaining Catholics and the new Protestant communities. In 1592, Gustav Vase's Catholic grandson and King of Poland, Sigismund, ascended the Swedish throne. He pursued to strengthen Rome's influence by initiating counter-reformation and created a dual monarchy which temporarily became known as the Polish-Swedish Union. His despotic rule, strongly characterized by intolerance towards the Protestants, sparked a civil war that plunged Sweden into poverty. In opposition, Sigismund's uncle and successor, Charles Vesa, summoned the Uppsala Synod in 1593 which officially confirmed the modern Church of Sweden as Lutheran. Following his deposition in 1599, Sigismund attempted to reclaim the throne at every expense and hostilities between Poland and Sweden continued for the next 100 years. Sweden rose to prominence on a continental scale during the reign of King Gustavus Adolphus, seizing territories from Russia and the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth in multiple conflicts. During the Thirty Years' War, Sweden conquered approximately half of the Holy Roman States and defeated the Imperial Army at the Battle of Breitenfeld in 1631. Gustavus Adolphus planned to become the new Holy Roman Emperor, ruling over a united Scandinavia and the Holy Roman States, but he was killed at the Battle of Lutzen in 1632. After the Battle of Nordlingen in 1634, Sweden's only significant military defeat of the war, pro-Swedish sentiment among the German states faded. These German provinces broke away from Swedish power one by one, leaving Sweden with only a few northern German territories, Swedish Pomerania, Bremenverden and Wismar. From 1643 to 1645, during the last years of the war, Sweden and Denmark-Norway fought the Torstensen War. The result of that conflict and the conclusion of the Thirty Years' War helped establish post-war Sweden as a major force in Europe. In the middle of the 17th century, Sweden was the third largest country in Europe by land area. Sweden reached its largest territorial extent under the rule of Charles X after the Treaty of Roskilde in 1658, following Charles X's crossing of the Danish belts. The foundation of Sweden's success during this period is credited to Gustavi's major changes to the Swedish economy in the 16th century and his introduction of Protestantism. In the 17th century, Sweden was engaged in many wars, for example with Poland, Lithuania, with both sides competing for territories of today's Baltic states, with Sweden suffering a notable defeat at the Battle of Kirchholm. One third of the Finnish population died in the devastating Great Famine of 1695 to 1697 that struck the country. Famine also hit Sweden killing roughly 10% of Sweden's population. The Swedes conducted a series of invasions into the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth known as the Deluge. 
After more than half a century of almost constant warfare, the Swedish economy had deteriorated. It became the lifetime task of Charles X's son, Charles XI, to rebuild the economy and refit the army. His legacy to his son, the coming ruler of Sweden, Charles XII, was one of the finest arsenals in the world, a large standing army and a great fleet. Russia, the most serious threat to Sweden at this time, had a larger army but lagged far behind in both equipment and training. After the Battle of Narva in 1700, one of the first battles of the Great Northern War, the Russian army was so severely devastated that Sweden had an open chance to invade Russia. However, Charles XII did not pursue the Russian army, instead turning against Poland and defeating the Polish king, Augustus II the Strong, and his Saxon allies at the Battle of Clisso in 1702. This gave Russia time to rebuild and modernize its army. After the success of invading Poland, Charles XII decided to make an attempt at invading Russia, but this ended in a decisive Russian victory at the Battle of Poltava in 1709. After a long march exposed to Cossack raids, the Russian Tsar Peter the Great's scorched earth techniques and the extremely cold winter of 1709, the Swedes stood weakened with a shattered morale and were enormously outnumbered against the Russian army at Poltava. The defeat meant the beginning of the end for the Swedish Empire. In addition, the plague raging in East Central Europe devastated the Swedish dominions and reached Central Sweden in 1710. Returning to Sweden in 1715, Charles XII launched two campaigns against Norway on 1716 and 1718, respectively. During the second attempt, he was shot to death during the siege of Fredrikstad Fortress. The Swedes were not militarily defeated at Fredrikstad, but the whole structure and organization of the campaign fell apart with the king's death. Forced to cede large areas of land in the Treaty of Nystad in 1721, Sweden also lost its place as an empire and as the dominant state on the Baltic Sea. With Sweden's lost influence, Russia emerged as an empire and became one of Europe's dominant nations. As the war finally ended in 1721, Sweden had lost an estimated 200,000 men, 150,000 of those from the area of present-day Sweden and 50,000 from the Finnish part of Sweden. Executive power was historically shared between the king and an aristocratic privy council until 1680, followed by the king's autocratic rule initiated by the commoner estates of the Riksdag. As a reaction to the failed Great Northern War, a parliamentary system was introduced in 1719, followed by three different flavors of constitutional monarchy in 1772. 1789 and 1809, the latter granting several civil liberties. Already during the first of those three periods, the era of liberty, 1719-72, the Swedish Riksdag had developed into a very active parliament and this tradition continued into the 19th century, 
laying the basis for the transition towards modern democracy at the end of that century. In the 18th century, Sweden did not have enough resources to maintain its territories outside Scandinavia, and most of them were lost, culminating with the loss in 1809 of eastern Sweden to Russia, which became the highly autonomous Grand Principality of Finland in Imperial Russia. In interest of re-establishing Swedish dominance in the Baltic Sea, Sweden allied itself against its traditional ally and benefactor, France, in the Napoleonic Wars. However, in 1810, a French marshal, Jean-Baptiste Bernadotte, was chosen as heir presumptive to Charles XIII. In 1818, he established the House of Bernadotte, taking the regnal name of Charles XIV. Sweden's role in the Battle of Leipzig gave it the authority to force Denmark, Norway, an ally of France, to cede Norway to the King of Sweden on January 14, 1814 in exchange for the northern German provinces at the Treaty of Kiel. The Norwegian attempts to keep their status as a sovereign state were rejected by the Swedish King, Charles XIII. He launched a military campaign against Norway on July 27, 1814, ending in the Convention of Moss, which forced Norway into a personal union with Sweden under the Swedish crown, which lasted until 1905. The 1814 campaign was the last time Sweden was at war. The Swedish East India Company began in 1731. The obvious choice of home port was Gothenburg at Sweden's west coast. The mouth of Gotaalf River is very wide and has the county's largest and best harbor for high seas journeys. The trade continued into the 19th century and caused the little town to become Sweden's second city. Between 1750 and 1850, the population in Sweden doubled. According to some scholars, Mass emigration to America became the only way to prevent famine and rebellion. Over 1% of the population emigrated annually during the 1880s. It is thought that between 1850 and 1910 more than 1 million Swedes moved to the United States. Nevertheless, Sweden remained poor, retaining a nearly entirely agricultural economy even as Western European countries began to industrialize. Despite the slow rate of industrialization into the 19th century, many important changes were taking place in the agrarian economy due to constant innovations and a rapid population growth. These innovations included government-sponsored programs of enclosure, aggressive exploitation of agricultural lands, and the introduction of new crops such as the potato. The Swedish farming culture began to take on a critical role in Swedish politics, which has continued through modern times with modern agrarian party, now called the Center Party. Between 1870 and 1914, Sweden began developing the industrialist economy that exists today. Strong grassroots movements sprang up in Sweden during the latter half of the 19th century, trade unions, temperance groups, and independent religious groups, creating a strong foundation of democratic principles.
These movements precipitated Sweden's migration into a modern parliamentary democracy achieved by the time of World War I. As the Industrial Revolution progressed during the 20th century, people gradually moved into cities to work in factories and became involved in socialist unions. A communist revolution was avoided in 1917 following the reintroduction of parliamentarism and the country was democratized. Sweden was officially neutral during World War I. However, under pressure from the German Empire, they did take steps which were detrimental to the Allied powers, most notably mining the Orsund Channel, thus closing it to Allied shipping and allowing the Germans to use Swedish facilities and the Swedish cipher to transmit secret messages to their overseas embassies. Sweden also allowed volunteers to fight for the White Guards alongside the Germans against the Red Guards and Russians in the Finnish Civil War and briefly occupied Åland in cooperation with the German Empire. As in the First World War, Sweden remained officially neutral during World War II, although its neutrality has been disputed. Sweden was under German influence for much of the war as ties to the rest of the world were cut off through blockades. The Swedish government unofficially supported Finland in the Winter War and the Continuation War by allowing volunteers and material to be shipped to Finland. However, Sweden supported Norwegian resistance against Germany and in 1943 helped rescue Danish Jews from deportation to Nazi concentration camps. During the last year of the war, Sweden began to play a role in humanitarian efforts and many refugees, among them several thousand Jews from Nazi-occupied Europe, were rescued thanks to the Swedish rescue missions to internment camps and partly because Sweden served as a haven for refugees. The Swedish diplomat Raoul Wallenberg and his colleagues ensured the safety of tens of thousands of Hungarian Jews. Nevertheless, both Swedes and others have argued that Sweden could have done more to oppose the Nazis' war efforts. Sweden was officially a neutral country and remained outside NATO and Warsaw Pact membership during the Cold War, but privately Sweden's leadership had strong ties with the United States and other Western governments. Following the war, Sweden took advantage of an intact industrial base social stability and its natural resources to expand its industry to supply the rebuilding of Europe. Sweden received aid under the Marshall Plan and participated in the OECD. During most of the post-war era, the country was governed by the Swedish Social Democratic Party largely in cooperation with trade unions and industry. The government actively pursued an internationally competitive manufacturing sector of primarily large corporations. Sweden was one of the founding states of the European Free Trade Area EFTA. During the 1960s, the EFTA countries were often referred to as the Outer Seven as opposed to the Inner Six of the then European Economic Community EC. 
Like many industrialist countries, Sweden entered a period of economic decline and upheaval following the oil embargoes of 1973-74 and 1978-79. In the 1980s, several key Swedish industries were significantly restructured. Shipbuilding was discontinued, wood pulp was integrated into modernized paper production, the steel industry was concentrated and specialized, and mechanical engineering was robotized. Swedish GDP per capita ranking declined during this time. A bursting real estate bubble caused by inadequate controls on lending combined with an international recession and a policy switch from anti-unemployment policies to anti-inflationary policies resulted in a fiscal crisis in the early 1990s. Sweden's GDP declined by around 5%. In 1992, a run on the currency caused the central bank to briefly increase interest rates to 500%. The response of the government was to cut spending and institute a multitude of reforms to improve Sweden's competitiveness, among them reducing the welfare state and privatizing public services and goods. A referendum passed with 52.3% in favor of joining the EU on November 13, 1994. Sweden joined the European Union on January 1, 1995. In a 2003 referendum, the Swedish electorate voted against joining the euro currency. On September 28, 1994, the MS Estonia sank as the ship was crossing the Baltic Sea en route from Tallinn, Estonia to Stockholm, Sweden. The disaster claimed the lives of 852 people, 501 of them were Swedes, being one of the worst maritime disasters of the 20th century. Until recently Sweden remained non-aligned militarily although it participated in some joint military exercises with NATO and some other countries, in addition to extensive cooperation with other European countries in the area of defense technology and defense industry. However, in 2022, in response to the 2022 Russian invasion of Ukraine, Sweden moved to formally join the NATO alliance. On July 10th, 2023, after opposing the Swedish NATO application for 14 months, President Erdogan agreed to send the Swedish NATO application to the Turkish parliament for ratification. Swedish export weapons were also used by the American military in Iraq. Sweden has a long history of participating in international military operations, including Afghanistan, where Swedish troops were under NATO command, and in EU-sponsored peacekeeping operations in Kosovo, Bosnia and Herzegovina, and Cyprus. Sweden also participated in enforcing a UN-mandated no-fly zone over Libya during the Arab Spring. Sweden held the chair of the European Union from July 1 to December 31, 2009. 
In recent decades, Sweden has become a more culturally diverse nation due to significant immigration. In 2013, it was estimated that 15% of the population was foreign-born and an additional 5% of the population were born to two immigrant parents. The influx of immigrants has brought new social challenges. Violent incidents have periodically occurred, including the 2013 Stockholm riots. In response to these violent events, the anti-immigration opposition party, the Sweden Democrats, promoted their anti-immigration policies, while the left-wing opposition blamed growing inequality caused by the center-right government's socio-economic policies. Sweden was heavily affected by the 2015 European migrant crisis, eventually forcing the government to tighten regulations of entry to the country. Some of the asylum restrictions were relaxed again later. On November 30, 2021, Magdalena Andersson became Sweden's first female prime minister. The September 2022 general election ended in a narrow win to a block of right-wing parties. On October 18, 2022, Ulf Christensen of the Moderate Party became the new Prime Minister. Situated in Northern Europe, Sweden lies west of the Baltic Sea and Gulf of Bothnia, providing a long coastline and forms the eastern part of the Scandinavian Peninsula. To the west is the Scandinavian mountain chain, Skanderna, a range that separates Sweden from Norway. Finland is located to its northeast. It has maritime borders with Denmark, Germany, Poland, Russia, Lithuania, Latvia and Estonia, and it is also linked to Denmark, southwest, by the Orsund Bridge. Its border with Norway, 1,619 kilometers long, is the longest uninterrupted border within Europe. Sweden lies between latitudes 55 degrees and 70 degrees north, and mostly between longitudes 11 degrees and 25 degrees east. Part of Stora-Dromen Island is just west of 11 degrees. At 449,964 square kilometers, 173,732 square miles, Sweden is the 55th largest country in the world, the 5th largest country in Europe, and the largest country in Northern Europe. The lowest elevation in Sweden is in the Bay of Lake Hammersgen, near Kristianstad, at minus 2.41 meters, minus 7.91 feet, below sea level. The highest point is Kebnekaise at 2,111 meters, 6,926 feet, above sea level. Sweden has 25 provinces or landscape. While these provinces serve no political or administrative purpose, they play an important role in people's self-identity. The provinces are usually grouped together in three large lands, parts, the northern Norland, the central Svealand, and southern Gotland. The sparsely populated Norland encompasses almost 60% of the country. 
Sweden also has the Vindelfjallen Nature Reserve, one of the largest protected areas in Europe, totaling 562,772 hectares, approximate 5,628 square kilometers. About 15% of Sweden lies north of the Arctic Circle. Southern Sweden is predominantly agricultural, with increasing forest coverage northward. Around 65% of Sweden's total land area is covered with forests. The highest population density is in the Orsund region in southern Sweden, along the western coast up to central Bohuslän, and in the valley of Lake Malaren and Stockholm. Gotland and Åland are Sweden's largest islands, Vänern and Vatern are its largest lakes. Vänern is the third largest in Europe, after Lake Ladoga and Lake Onega in Russia. Combined with the third and fourth largest lakes Malaren and Jalmarin, these lakes take up a significant part of southern Sweden's area. Sweden's extensive waterway availability throughout the south was exploited with the building of the Gata Canal in the 19th century, shortening the potential distance between the Baltic Sea south of Norrköping and Gothenburg by using the lake and river network to facilitate the canal. Sweden also has plenty of long rivers draining the lakes. Northern and central Sweden have several wide rivers known as Alvar, commonly sourced within the Scandinavian mountains. The longest river is Kloralvengata Alv, which originates in Trondelag in central Norway, running 1,160 kilometers, 720 miles, before it enters the sea at Gothenburg. In southern Sweden, narrower rivers known as AAR are also common. The vast majority of municipal seats are set either on the sea, a river or a lake and the majority of the country's population live in coastal municipalities. Most of Sweden has a temperate climate, despite its northern latitude, with largely four distinct seasons and mild temperatures throughout the year. The winter in the far south is usually weak and is manifested only through some shorter periods with snow and sub-zero temperatures, autumn may well turn into spring there, without a distinct period of winter. The northern parts of the country have a subarctic climate while the central parts have a humid continental climate. The coastal south can be defined as having either a humid continental climate using the 0 degrees Celsius isotherm or an oceanic climate using the minus 3 degrees Celsius isotherm. Due to the increased maritime moderation in the peninsular south, summer differences between the coastlines of the southernmost and northernmost regions are about 2 degrees Celsius 4 degrees Fahrenheit in summer and 10 degrees Celsius 18 degrees Fahrenheit in winter. This grows further when comparing areas in the northern interior where the winter difference in the far north is about 15 degrees Celsius 27 degrees Fahrenheit throughout the country. The warmest summers usually happen in the Malaren Valley around Stockholm due to the vast landmass shielding the Middle East coast from Atlantic low-pressure systems in July. 
daytime highs in Sweden's municipal seats vary from 19 degrees Celsius 66 degrees Fahrenheit to 24 degrees Celsius 75 degrees Fahrenheit in July and minus 9 degrees Celsius 16 degrees Fahrenheit to 3 degrees Celsius 37 degrees Fahrenheit in January. The colder temperatures are influenced by the higher elevation in the northern interior. At sea level, the coldest average highs range from 21 degrees Celsius 70 degrees Fahrenheit to minus 6 degrees Celsius 21 degrees Fahrenheit. As a result of the mild summers, the Arctic region of Norbotten has some of the northernmost agriculture in the world. Sweden is much warmer and drier than other places at a similar latitude and even somewhat farther south, mainly because of the combination of the Gulf Stream and the general west wind drift caused by the direction of Earth's rotation. Because of Sweden's high latitude, the length of daylight varies greatly. North of the Arctic Circle, the sun never sets for part of each summer and it never rises for part of each winter. In the capital, Stockholm, daylight lasts for more than 18 hours in late June, but only around 6 hours in late December. Sweden receives between 1,100 and 1,900 hours of sunshine annually. The highest temperature ever recorded in Sweden was 38 degrees Celsius 100 degrees Fahrenheit in Melilla in 1947, while the coldest temperature ever recorded was minus 52.6 degrees Celsius minus 62.7 degrees Fahrenheit in Vogajom on February 2, 1966. On average, most of Sweden receives between 500 and 800 millimeters 20 and 31 N of precipitation each year, making it considerably drier than the global average. The southwestern part of the country receives more precipitation between 1,000 and 1,200 millimeters, 39 and 47 N, and some mountain areas in the north are estimated to receive up to 2,000 millimeters, 79 N. Despite northerly locations, southern and central Sweden may have almost no snow in some winters. Most of Sweden is located in the rain shadow of the Scandinavian mountains through Norway and northwest Sweden. It is predicted that as the Barents Sea gets less frozen in the coming winters, becoming thus Atlantified, additional evaporation will increase future snowfalls in Sweden and much of continental Europe. Sweden has a considerable south to north distance which causes large climatic difference, especially during the winter. The related matter of the length and strength of the four seasons plays a role in which plants that naturally can grow at various places. Sweden is divided in five major vegetation zones. These are the Southern Deciduous Forest Zone, the Southern Coniferous Forest Zone, the Northern Coniferous Forest Zone or the Taiga, the Alpine Birch Zone, the Bear Mountains on Southern Deciduous Forest Zone also known as the Nemro Region 
the southern deciduous forest zone is a part of a larger vegetation zone which also includes Denmark and large parts of Central Europe. It has to a rather large degree become agricultural areas, but larger and smaller forests still exist. The region is characterized by a large wealth of trees and shrubs. The beech are the most dominant tree, but oak can also form smaller forests. Elm at one time formed forests, but have been heavily reduced due to Dutch elm disease. Other important trees and shrubs in this zone include hornbeam, elder, hazel, fly honeysuckle, linden, lime, spindle, yew, alder, buckthorn, blackthorn, aspen, European rowan, Swedish whitebeam, juniper, European holly, ivy, dogwood, goat willow, larch, bird cherry, wild cherry, maple, ash, alder along creeks, and in sandy soil birch compete with pine. Spruce is not native, but between approximately 1870 and 1980, large areas were planted with it. During the last 40 to 50 years, large areas of former spruce plantings have been replanted with deciduous forest. Southern Coniferous Forest Zone, also known as the Boreonemro region, is delimited by the oak's northern natural limit, Limes norlandicus and the spruce's southern natural limit between the southern deciduous zone and the taiga farther north. In the southern parts of this zone, the coniferous species are found, mainly spruce and pine, mixed with various deciduous trees. Birch grows largely everywhere. The beach's northern boundary crosses this zone. Although in its natural area, also planted spruce are common and such woods are very dense as the spruces can grow very tight, especially in this vegetation zone southern areas. The northern coniferous forest zone or the taiga begins north of the natural boundary of the oak. Of deciduous species, the birch is the only one of significance. Pine and spruce are dominant but the forests are slowly but surely more sparsely grown the farther towards the north it gets. In the extreme north is it difficult to state the trees forms true forests at all due to the large distances between the trees. The alpine birch zone in the Scandinavian mountains depending on both latitude and altitude is an area where only a smaller kind of birch, Betula pubescens or bee, Tortuosa can grow. Where this vegetation zone ends, no trees grow at all, the bare mountain zone. Sweden had a 2019 Forest Landscape Integrity Index mean score of 5.35-10, ranking it 103rd globally out of 172 countries.